21 CL Radio. Happy Monday morning to you, and welcome to the Education Vanguard. I'm your host, Michael Bowl. Glad to have you here, and I'm also kind of glad that summer is just about here. Some of us only have maybe one or two weeks left to go, and then off we go to wherever we go to chill out and relax a little bit. But before we go, I've got a good interview for you today. It's with a famous Twitter person and all-around nice person, and that's Shelly Sanchez Terrell. Sometimes when you first meet someone, you immediately sense a positive vibe, energy, and preference for helping and reaching out to others. This happened to me today, within a few seconds of my meeting Shelly, my guest today. Shelly is an instructional designer by day and a connector by night. Actually, she might connect during the day, too. I'm not sure. She connects with people through her workshops, keynotes, and online work at 30goals.com and edspeakers.com. In addition, she runs a bunch of other activities, such as the Twitter, EdChat, and beyond. Too many to cover in one show, but we'll see what we can do. Enjoy the conversation. Shelly Sanchez Terrell, thanks so much for joining me on the program today. Well, I'm honored to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Well, it's great to have you, of course. And, uh, you know, I, I was looking through, you do so many different things. We could probably talk for two or three hours. But unfortunately, we only have about 15 minutes or so. So I guess we're going to have to narrow it down, huh? Mm, I guess so. <laughs> okay. Well, one of the, thing, the many things you do is 30 goals challenges for teachers. Can you explain what that is? Uh, every year we, and this project has, uh, it began in January, 2010, and it still continues. It's a community of teachers that gathers together every year and we aim to accomplish one to 30 short term, um, or, um, small goals inside the classroom to transform our teaching and learning. Something as simple as high five, uh, take one class and high five every student. So we try to make it very manageable goal. And how did that get started? I mean, did you wake up one day and say, you know, 1,500, let's do 30 goals today and try and get as many people involved as possible? Is that how it started? That's actually a very good question. So the first year in 2010, I was re in 2009, I joined Twitter. And I was so excited about the learning and everything. And I started blogging. And it'd been less than a year that I was blogging. And I didn't have very many readers. Um, I think maybe eight. I, and I have five sisters. And then there's my mom and dad. So, <laughs> so you have one mystery person, right? <laughs> or two mystery people. <laughs> and my, my pug. So, uh, <laughs> but I decided every year I since I was little, I've been a goal accomplishing person and I try different methods to uh -huh. achieve my goals. So I thought, okay, I love the online communities. I'm going to crowdsource my goals. And so I posted the first one and I said, okay, for 30 days, because I was crazy then, I'm going to blog and try to accomplish different goals. Obviously, you know, the weekends, things like that, there was, uh, oh, I had to get creative, like pick your personal theme song or, <laughs> you know, to go <laughs> for the weekends. And now that it's not a goal each day, but it, the name stuck because of that because it was called the 30 goals challenge 30 days 30 goals but now it is not 30 days 30 goals it is the whole year okay so you get 30 days over 30 goals over 365 days yes exactly okay i get that and is it don't you hear that like 30 days is like the amount of time you need to do something for it to become a habit except for smoking that can be a habit in two days 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and I, I had read that in different motivational books because I read so many. And I guess that's why I came up with that idea. All right. And you, I, I was looking, uh, you mentioned that you had 10,000 people taking or being part of the challenge, right? Yes. And that doesn't mean that they went the full 30, although there were many teachers who did do the 30 goals. And the idea is to reflect through either a blog post, a video, uh -huh. or a podcast. And that's how I was able to get some of the numbers. But there was also a digital book published that no longer exists because then I published um, the 30 Goals Challenge book. And the, the original digital book was um, downloaded over, I, I think, like 20,000 or something. So 10,000 is like a rough estimate of like the amount of teachers accomplishing at least one goal. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Now, do you, do you have a sense for the percentage that go through the goals or are actually successful? Is there, a way to, I'm just, is there a way to track that or anything like that? It's getting a little bit easier because this year we have digital badges. And for the first goal, uh. so we have some years where there's many, many teachers. And you can tell because of the goals uh, reflections. That gives me an idea. The emails, but it's really hard to track. The badges work a little bit more, except, of course, not everyone's going to claim a badge. But for the first goal this year, we had 35. I had to give 35 badges for the first goal. And oh. so that gives me an indication that we have quite a few teachers accomplishing the goal, even though they're not um, necessarily posting reflections like they used to. Okay. So what do you think makes this popular? I mean, there's lots of books and things on the internet of setting goals, but why, why do you think that made this particular way you're doing goals popular with people? I believe that it helps teachers get a sense of achievement uh, in the classroom. And there are so many times and, and so many policies and uh, so much stress being a teacher that it gets us down every single day. To, so to have just a little jump in your day, something that, hey, this this went well or I accomplished this today can be so meaningful. And I believe teachers are looking for that. They're looking for a way to um, feel like they're winning something or not winning, but, you know, in their classrooms that they're achieving great things. And it's easy for us to think, you know, teachers are going to, teachers are doing important jobs. They have great mm -hmm. work, but you don't always see the fruition of that. You can't project 20 years from now or, or look, and not all kids come back and tell you, thank you for being my teacher or what you did for uh -huh. me. Yeah, I think we mostly read about other people who have that happen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and those are usually in like those chicken soup books. <laughs> yeah, and then we're like, oh, that, that probably would have happened to me too. <laughs> so with the 30 goals, you must come across some cool or interesting goals that you see that people talk about. Do you, are there any favorites that you would want to share? We did have the goal, Ask a Learner, and that one was pretty powerful. Um, Marty Sides, who was one of the ones who did the complete 30 days in blogging, mm -hmm. uh, she's a teacher in, in Texas, and, and she uh, went and um, asked um, one of the students who was in high school a question, um, what they thought. Um, and, and in her reflection, she says how this boy kind of broke down and said, thank you so much for asking. I've never had a teacher ask me what I thought, what I felt, like my ideas. And I, I thought that was really powerful because I think one thing with the 30 goals is it seems 
uh, sometimes some of these goals seem like, ah, I, I do that. Or um, my students, uh, somebody has asked them a question. But, but this kid went um, throughout all his years and, mm-hmm. and to report something like that. So I think that one was just a really powerful one. We had so many teachers um, post interviews they had with students or experiences. And it, it was just really, really uh, powerful what came about from that goal. Yeah, I noticed that you have on your on the website, 30goals.com, you have your list of goals there. Uh, do you have a favorite among them, or are they all, tr- like children, they're all treated equally? <laughs> they're all treated equally. I love all of them. <laughs> but it is uh, Teacher Appreciation Week, and so one of the goals that I posted recently is, uh, well, that'll come out um, later on today, um, is actually about celebrating our achievements and I think that's really being our own champions Mm -hmm. and I think that's important for every teacher because it's so easy for us to get stressed and bogged down and and sometimes we don't think we're making a difference or uh, we become our own where we beat ourselves up so much and and I think it's important that we even little achievements um, because our job in in the grand scheme of things, being a teacher is one of the most uh, powerful ways to transform the world. Now, when you are celebrating those achievements, is there a certain flavor of ice cream that you recommend or cake, or is it up to each person individually? Oh, I love Godiva, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the recommended. Is that the official ice cream of 30goals.com? <laughs> Or gelato. I actually prefer gelato. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So. That would be official. <laughs> now, do you want Maybe. me to, to link to that on the show notes for this? <laughs> People can Google gelato. <laughs> yeah, let them figure it out on their own. That's right. <laughs> now, 30 Goals isn't all you do. You, you, know, you have other stuff, for example, Ed Speakers. And Ed Speakers, you talk, you know, I would look through the information on that. That's a way to, it looks like your mission is to define or to create options for diversity uh, for people who have conferences and are looking for somebody to uh, be a speaker for their conference. Is that right? Yes. It's a database. It's a searchable one. And um, right now we're trying to figure out the algorithm to make it even even better. But basically, um, any conference or any district needing teacher training or even any new tech startup that needs an education blogger consultant Mm -hmm. can do a search by keyword and they can find um, someone and also we're doing it to where it's location-based we have i would say the most diverse one we we cover each continent we've gone out there and we've asked teachers from many different continents to join we're still trying to gather more to get Mm -hmm. more people from, for example, in Thailand. <laughs> so um, the thing about Ed Speakers is we we define diversity differently than most people might think diversity. Oh, A lot okay. of people, Tell me about that. Well, it's because location-based um, is, is one part of that diversity. There might be mm-hmm. um, teachers' voices from, for example, like um, – from different parts of the world that we don't necessarily get to see because the conferences don't know about them. Um, and sometimes those th- th- also age. Um, there's some, there's a lot of uh, teachers who have come up to me and say, I would love to, to speak and they're retired and they want to be consultants and they don't get booked because of their age. So I've, I've 
We have um, that. Of course, we have cultural diversity. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have diversity in the topics as well, because we want to be that uh, database where everybody can can come up and find um, something that they are looking for. If, you know, they Google, uh, I mean, if they put in the search term Google, then they'll find Google certified teachers. Mm -hmm. If they're going to look for digital storytelling, we have someone for that. If they're looking for rigor, we have someone for that. <laughs> <laughs> so that means some people could have like a rigor as their hashtag. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's pretty cool. You know, so I, as I mentioned at the top, you do a lot of different things. So I don't know, just getting to know Shelly a little bit, like why do you do this? Like, do you have like a theme or a mission that you're on in a sense? Or what, what, what compels you, wakes you up every day and say, I'm going to work on these three or five different things? When well, I'm going to tell you, one is because I'm a firstborn, ah. and I believe that firstborn children are are get this sense where they have to accomplish things. There's a to-do list every, <laughs> every day. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's my belief, because my father, when I was growing up, he, I'm a first-generation uh, college graduate. I'm the first of my... Um, my dad's family and my oh, cool. um, my mother's. Uh, and so when I was uh, growing up, my father was very much every single day graduating from college. Not I'm going, I'm graduating. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And so you end up doing different activities to try and uh, – you find out – I did at least. I did research – because I had to figure out, okay, how am I going to go to college? How am I going to afford it? How am I going to pay for this? And I, I started volunteering at a very, very young age. And at just every place that I volunteered at, just working with people, I realized um, how much it, it edified my own soul. Like it made me very, like those were the best moments of my life. So now I just get to um, do that every day. You know, I just, that's my job is I get to make people's lives better. And so that's what drives me. <laughs> and so you must get some feedback from people that it's helping them. I mean, obviously the 30 goals and, and your other work must do that. Do you, do you find yourself getting that sort of feedback that keeps you going? I've been to now uh, um, 28 countries and okay. I get to speak on lots and lots of places. And in every country people come and um, they'll be in tears and say, thank you for what you do um sometimes they bring me like little gifts that they're homemade and their children i get to meet their children and um it, it just just the experiences i have um just the way teachers and 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 even kids and um have come up and and even husbands have mm -hmm. thanked me so i i think it's just amazing it's um in, incredible so let's talk about that connection that, that you you you've mentioned uh, the way you're getting such a strong emotional uh positive response from your audience what do you think it is that has them connect with you in that way what what, what are you doing Social media is really powerful tool to be able to get to know people. I think one of um, the reasons why is because I really try to test the limits of, um, I mean, test what technology can do and web tools. Um, so when I see something that's collaborative, then I'll ask teachers to take part and be part of it. So they see themselves in these projects. One of the first projects I did was I asked 
teachers to send in little video clips, like 15 seconds, mm-hmm. um, that say why they connect with others. And so it, it says, um, it's one of the videos I show. And I didn't, the only thing I did was piece it together, but I didn't do any of the edits. And it's such an amazing video. Um, and so teachers see themselves being part of something that big. And it's gotten lots of views, like thousands. And they just feel, I I think, like they're part of something bigger. Uh, a lot of times, too, they'll share stories or I share a lot about, you know, my pug, Roscoe, who's quite famous. And uh, I think that just on the different social networks, I, I talk as a normal person. I don't act like, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, you just act like you, basically. Yes, I do. And I, I don't take myself uh, that seriously. On my Twitter, you'll see a picture of me with my pug. So I, I, I try to be very down to earth. <laughs> is, it, is it emotionally exhausting or draining, though, to connect with people like that on, on, and continue to reach out on a regular basis? Sometimes it's actually somebody, uh, I was at a conference just the other day in Canada and I was talking with this teacher and she said, I'm an introvert. And, um, but that means I'm very social. Apparently she had really researched this and and she was saying Mm -hmm. this other guy that was our MC, um, and they were both excellent presenters, great in the conference. And so I never thought that. And she said, um, but conferences really drain me. So what it means is like you, you end up being really drained at times, hmm. um, even though you're really great with people. And I, I, it was this experience that I felt as well. So after a conference, I'll be wiped out and exhausted. But being on the computer and connecting with people because I'm more alone um, I'm with the pug and stuff. For me, that <laughs> energizes me. It's the kind of uh, – so for me, I actually like doing those things. Um, and it inspires me reading their stories and, and especially teachers all over the world who they just do amazing things and, and work in these very hard conditions. So for me, it it really motivates me. And now is Roscoe uh, in your contract that he has to attend every conference with you? <laughs> I actually posted this picture the other day where he, because he, he has his own. And I didn't create these social media accounts. Um, <laughs> actually, teachers created them, oh, really? a Facebook page for him. And he <laughs> said, I better get, I better be getting paid big bucks for appearing in these webinars. <laughs> but you'd be his agent or guardian, so at least you get a percentage, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He has to be 18 first, right? Before, otherwise, he always needs a guardian. <laughs> yeah, he in his contract, he requires being made steak dinners. Um, oh, nice. So. <laughs> Sounds like he has a pretty good life. So I, we're, we're getting sort of towards the end here. And I'm, what is on the, in the future for Shelley Sanchez-Terrell? I mean, what, are you, what are you thinking of doing in the future? Any, any plans coming up that you might want to reveal? Or what do you think? I am working currently on uh, different types of books. Um, uh-huh. I'm on, um, and it's I'm studying. Um, I'm actually uh, uh, studying different social networks and seeing how it's uh, affecting our or impacting our traditions and our routines and our values and mm-hmm. our norms and our learning. Um, what I've done is treated each different social network as countries and looked at the leaders, the followers. And I've discovered so much with um, that kids are the 
ones that are being followed and and do and the leaders in these and Fair just enough. coming out with some ideas on how teachers can use things like emojis and selfies and i have part of that research right now um that i've already published some of the activities and stuff to get feedback and it's been a really great response so uh, that's what I'm working on right now. And then also an emoji poetry book. And that's oh, just my course. own. I write poetry. That's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. <laughs> Is that going to be the first of its kind? I think so. It's called emojinal. Too emojinal. <laughs> Is that a new word? Did you, were you able to create a word? Uh, no, I actually saw this word somewhere. So oh, yeah. um, it's going to have like basically... Um, emoji poetry it's gonna have a few words and mostly emojis and that's just gonna be something i do for fun because i i write a lot of poetry and i've actually um was a slam poet for a while so oh. uh we'll see i'm thinking i've already even thought of how i would recite it so is there a, it's just a, can you have an emo, uh, can you have an emoji slam poet is that possible Yes, because the faces, it's its going to be all, it's, it's slam poetry sometimes, it's like performance poetry. Okay. So uh, it's going to have some um, text of words mixed with emojis. And the emoji is going to be, I can only do the, you know, I'm going to have to end up doing the, the emoji emotion on my face or, you know, figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> You'll work it out when you, when you, when you get to that point. Yeah. Uh, it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. All right. Well, I've been speaking with Shelly Sanchez Terrell. She's an author, teacher, trainer, and speaker. Thanks so much for your time today, Shelly. Thank you for inviting me and talking with me. This interview was brought to you by 21st Century Learning International. Find us on the web at 21clradio.com. Hey, everybody. Michael here. Yes, I'm back, and I need to ask you a favor. We are on a drive to get to 100 reviews on iTunes. Can you help us out? If you can, please go to the following address, 21c.li slash review. That's 21c.li slash review. That'll take you to our iTunes page. From there, you need to click the blue button that says view in iTunes. And then leave us a review, leave us some stars, maybe even leave us a written review. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Got a question for you. Have you ever wanted to build a website for your classroom, for your school, or maybe even for yourself? Well, I've got a new course for you. It's called Introduction to WordPress, and it'll teach you how to create that first post, add photos and images, create a hyperlink, change your theme, and even more. You can check it out all completely free at 21c.li slash courses. That's 21c.li slash courses. Did you hear that S there?